0: What's up, Vikings fans and Skull Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Skull Vikes with Cole and Mike. I'm Cole. And I'm Mike. And, wow, the Vikings are coming off a victory over the Indianapolis Colts, 39-36 to in overtime, to complete the greatest comeback in NFL history. So, let me just say that again, alright? The Vikings completed the largest comeback in the history of the National Football League. Just what an unbelievable game. And I feel like we just won the Super Bowl. I, I don't know. It's, I'm lost for words. Um, you know, we came back from a 33 point deficit. You know, it was 33 0 at halftime. Um, it just, I don't know. It, it's so crazy to even think about, but I can't even like wrap my mind around it and give a great, like a, a solid explanation as well as you can, Mike, because you were actually at the game. Yes, sir. I was at the game, my first ever Vikings game at U.S. Bank Stadium, and it just happened to be, like, probably the greatest game um, in regular season NFL history, so. Yeah, and, you know, you kind of lost your voice a little bit, which is expected, because, I mean, how can you not, when you literally just witness history? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I you, if I wasn't losing my voice, like, I wouldn't have been at the game. Like, it was just, it was just, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, just I don't I don't know I don't know where you want me to start even man. <laughs> well, I wanted to just say this. So when I was watching the game, uh, you know, I was joking around with this guy after the uh, one of the one of my coworkers because um, I was working during the game actually. But after halftime, um, I go up to him and I'm like, "Greatest comeback in NFL history coming up here." Little did I know that was actually going to happen. And the previous record for like the largest comeback was a thirty-two point comeback in the nineteen ninety-three AFC Wild Card game, where the Bills uh, came back to defeat the Houston Oilers forty-one to thirty-eight in overtime. And we beat that. <laughs> so I mean, just being that you were at the game, like, just talk about just the roller coaster of emotions in the game and just how how it played out and what it was like being there. All right, I'm just going to give you the full story. So, go ahead. Bro. You know, we got we all got tickets. It was like my immediate family um, drove the bus down there, you know, get there an hour before the game and the mood was pretty good, whatever. And uh, it could not have been a worse first half. And it was at the point, dude, where I remember I was sitting in a section with a bunch of Vikings fans and like like we were talking about we should be benching our starters right now. Because we don't want him to get hurt, like that's how bad it was. Yeah. Um, and the most exciting thing of that whole game was the paper airplanes. Like we literally had like 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 a bunch of kids just making paper airplanes and throw them down, and like fans would be like cheering when it would, like get onto the field. Like it was absolutely insane, yeah. and you know nothing went our way, and it was like right away too. I mean, we got um, Dalvin Dalvin Cook. Like, as soon as Dalvin Cook fumbled it on our first yeah. possession, or, like, our second possession, whatever, it was, like, it was all Colts. And, like, every facet of our team was terrible. Our special teams, like, we had a blocked punt that was returned. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nothing, nothing panned out. So, we fast forward, and now it's halftime. And, uh, halftime was interesting. We had this, like, um, it was, like, this mascot game. It was a bunch of little kids versus, like, these mascots, and, um the mascots just like clobbered these kids, whatever. And yeah. like I remember like so, during halftime, so um, maybe this mascot versus like youth football game sparked the inspiration for the Vikings to come back. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. But during the mascot game, um, it was like right after I was I was sitting next to um this like diehard Colts fan. There was like these four like dudes. They were literally like if you guys ever watch like Dude Perfect. On like YouTube. It was like, that's the vibe of these guys. Like they were just super entertaining. But you know, we're sitting by these guys, and you know, one the guy like sitting next to me, he's got like a Matty Ice like shirt, yeah, and like just decked out in cult stuff. And and you know, like literally, like my parents were like, Yeah, I'm sorry, like we got you this Christmas <laughs> present. Like, this is just this is really bad. And yeah. and and he literally turns to me. And he says, "Don't count yourselves out. We've blown a thirty-point lead before this season." And you know, as soon as he said that, I was like, "You know what? You know, maybe, maybe there is a shot. We we just, you know, it's it's the Vikings, right?" And you know, second second half rolls around, and um, just an incredible second half. Um, starts out with KJ Osborne, um, scoring. We were down. I think it was 30 it, uh, 33 to 6 mm-hmm. um finally scores a touchdown and like we're still not playing good like even when we come out of the halftime like cousins got sacked like yeah. i mean it wasn't until 8 minutes left in the third quarter that we even put points on the board yeah. like and i think one of the game uh changing plays cuz you know we scored with uh KJ Osborne we scored with the CJ Ham uh, one yard run and then even the Jefferson touchdown, which he shook um, Stefan Gilmore in his boots, man. That, that route he ran was nasty. But I feel like the screen pass to Dalvin where he ran for the 64-yarder, dude, that stadium was loud on TV. Like, I can't imagine how loud was it when Dalvin scored that touchdown. Um, well, here's the thing. The stadium was absolutely silent. Um, going into halftime, yeah, actually, we were booing the team. Yeah, I actually heard some boos, like, on TV. No, we were booing them, like, hardcore. And actually, me and my brother, we got fire-ed chant going in our section. It was like, fire-ed, nice. because our defense was so bad. Yeah. So we literally got a fire-ed chant going. I was, like, coming in like, man, like, we're literally going to have to drop, like, a Dark Ages episode, like, yeah. this week. Yeah. Like, I was literally thinking dude, that. Dude, and another thing is, as I was watching it, I was like, just – Imagine you at the game, and I'm like, man, what a game to go to! Like, and I, and I was already predicting like what I was gonna say about how, oh, we're gonna have to talk about how we lost to the Colts in this next podcast episode, and then we come back and win! Like, I don't know, dude. I also want to shout out all the Cowboys and Lions fans that texted me like after halftime. Um, I powered off my phone because I'm like, I can't, I can't open yeah. this. Um, <laughs> so I just want to thank you all for the for the hate that that really that really sparks our team you know we do the best we just like adversity man that's a vikings team we we love to make things interesting but i i was saying to myself the vikings are the only team that can have one of the worst first halves ever in football and then have one of the like follow it out with one of the best halves in football ever we literally scored 36 points in a half like it's incredible dude like i don't know one thing i wanted to point out was I felt like the game was over when it was fourth and 15, or I don't know, it was fourth and 15, or fourth and 12, or fourth and 10, whatever it was. But we were down 28 to 36 with like a little over two minutes, and Cousins got sacked. And right when that happened, I'm like, oh, this one's over. But now, bro, like we, our defense came up big in that second half. Like you can say what you want about how, you know, we sucked against the Jets or whatever, but. Even even a lot of the points we gave up was a pick six from Kirk. It was a block punt. You know, a lot of it wasn't even on the defense. Duke Shelley came up big though, man. Shelly. Yes, I remember I was like, man, Duke, you just gotta you just gotta make a play. And he did. He like every time, man. And then, oh, but I gotta tell you, the moment where it was like, okay, this comeback is for real. Yeah. You know, first of all, like we're down by three by three touchdowns, and it's, like, playoff, like, super loud in the stadium. Like, it went from dead silent to super, like, it, like my ears were ringing, and it was, like, we weren't even close. We were still, like, three touchdowns down. But the crowd, like, even on the timeouts, like, we'd get the skull chant going in between. But the moment I knew that Kirk could complete this comeback is we're down eight points with, I think it was, like, just over two minutes left in the game. And Don't Stop Believing comes in. And we got the whole crowd singing Don't Stop Believing. And I just look at Kirk, and you can just tell it sparked something in him, man. Like, you know that Kirk would be playing that in, like, you know, his minivan on his way back from the practice field. And when he gets the whole crowd behind him singing Don't Stop Believing my Journey, like, it was over. Unreal. I, I can't imagine <clears throat> being at that game. You experienced literally every emotion, like boos from the crowd, you know, cheers from the crowd, like sad, happy, disappoint. Like every experience you could have as a fan, you you had there. And I would tell you too, man, those two calls um, with Sullivan, we should, yes. we should have two I touchdowns. I want to talk about that because, bro, this is the second week in a row that the refs I don't want to be that Vikings fan where I blame it on the refs, but they're screwing us over, bro. Like against the Lions, they they should have just let the play go, and then if you want to review it and say he stepped out of bounds, okay, he stepped out of bounds, no touchdown. The same thing happened here, where when you watched it on the replay, he was not down. The ball was knocked out. It was rolling while he was still on two feet standing. And then they blow it dead when he picks the ball up. Like that would have been a touchdown. I don't know. It's ridiculous, but yeah, I don't know. And especially the one where they blew it dead when he ran it back. I was like, how? Yeah. And like you literally just ruined the play. And then, but the one where they didn't, I was surprised that um, you know, Kevin O'Connell didn't throw a challenge flag on that the first one, and literally the whole stadium was confused. Like, we literally were, like, celebrating a touchdown. Literally, you know, like, the people were putting on the Prince music. Like, it was literally, like, even the public address announcer thought we had a touchdown. And, like, it was funny, too, because, like, it was, like, a super loud, like, let's go crazy. And, like, it just kept turning down decibels. And we're, like, wait, what happened? And then they called it back. So, we were not happy about that. But, um, yeah, just, oh, dude. And then, like. I gotta say, the first half, too, there were some like, okay, Ed Donahue's play calling, disgusting. But even Kevin O'Connell had some disgusting play calls, man. It was so hard to watch. I remember there's one play, like, this is when we're down maybe by 28 or like 20. No, it was like 21, when we're down 21. And we're on like our 27, and you see. You can literally see, like, our like we're set up for a punt, and literally the guy who set up for a punt is like lining up like a wide receiver, and it was like a like easily like unsellable like fake punt yeah. that we just overthrew, and I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah. bro! Like that was just a terrible play. So, because when I was looking at the passing stats, I wanted to see Kirk, and then I see Ryan right in there. I'm like, wait, we had a fake punt in the game? Like, <laughs> what? I don't know. C- crazy. <laughs> Crazy game, dude. Just overall. But, but yeah, I, I just got to say, though, it was just so funny watching that Colts fan, man, because he was just so high, like, rubbing it in. He's like, but he's like, he's like, how do you – and we asked him, how do you feel? He's like, well, we've grown a 30-point lead. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and literally. And they, do, and they do. And, oh, my gosh, man, it was the so funniest man. thing. When we were just scoring touchdown after touchdown and chipping away, chipping away, what was his reaction to all this? Like, was he just, like – Freaking out, like just describe that. Well, it was actually funny because like after the it was probably the end of the first half. His his friends were they might have had a little too much to drink and they weren't happy. So he literally went down the section below and there were a couple of guys wearing Colts and he just made new friends and like he was like sitting by a bunch of Colts fan. But then he came back up to our section like towards the end. But yeah, he was he was a really interesting guy and apparently like his whole family was Vikings fans. It's so like he didn't mind the Vikings but he's like yeah man like like I I just could see Maddie iceball in this game and he did and it was just it was just it was fun like time just an incredible game and, man like incredible honestly, people don't understand how impossible this was like I when I said that to my to this to my coworker I was like greatest comeback coming up here I said it because it's so ridiculous to even like consider coming back from 33 to 0 like and we we do it's just incredible just getting into some numbers here bro like um KJ Osborne how about how about the way he played 10 receptions 157 yards and a touchdown like that man came alive dude it was incredible he woke up man it was funny too cuz my brother um he said like at the beginning of the game oh there's jj kj's one catch of the game and he was like kind of clowning kj and like after he walked out he's like he's like i love to be through around like kj like making plays and oh but like even jefferson man like we had the mvp we had the mvp chance going he made some great plays he had he had 12 catches 123 yards and That touchdown, I'm telling you, like he made Gilmore look silly, and I believe that was after he got absolutely decked by Gilmore. Um, He caught the ball and he actually like jumped to hit Jefferson, and it was like under the chin shot, and his helmet, dang near fell off. Did they call a penalty for that, or what? What what was like the reaction to that? I think they called a penalty, but they made him go in the tent, and Jefferson was like he like threw his helmet. Um, and actually he got. He, there was one at the end of the half, though we were afraid like Jefferson like got like mm. hurt bad because he was literally on the ground for like yeah. a good minute. Um, he wanted the time, came back in the game. That happened to Peterson too a couple of times. Patrick Peterson, like I when I was following really? it on the ESPN play by play, like two or three times I saw Peterson injured on the play. <laughs> we had Pat Pete on the ground. We had Daris Hall on the ground. We had Jefferson on the ground. We had Kirk getting hit in the head like it was rough man it was like eerily similar to the saints game like back in the day but um the the colts really did like as much as we did they really did sold this game like Bro, (laughs) they as a colts fan you got to be upset how conservative they played like being up by that much it was a lot of run plays like weird screen passes like bro you have the lead if you look at it from their perspective they definitely could have like handled that situation way better than they did but all i'm saying if jeff saturday is still their head coach at the end of the year i don't know i saw this this tiktok where they were like you cannot tell me that jeff saturday after this game is not a high school uh gym teacher or something like that yeah i mean he literally like sold it their play calling was so so incredibly bad like he made an Ed Donatel looked like the coach of the year, like, <laughs> that second half. Yeah. I mean, to their credit, though, I mean, they got Harrison Smith back, which I think helped a lot and had some other guys step up big. Um, how about Dalvin Cook, though? Um, I just wanted to, like, give him his props because it was really tough last game to fumble at the end of that first half of the Lions game. And then even to start the game with that fumble, like, I remember thinking to myself, man, that one hurt. That one hurt more than the block punt to get to work the ball down the field and then fumble mm-hmm. that really gave the Colts momentum and to bounce back like he did 17 carries 95 yards and then he also had four catches 95 yards and a touchdown that that huge play like momentum changing play I'm I'm just happy for Dalvin that he was able to switch it around and you know recover from that I would say Dalvin's a huge momentum like player on her team. Because at the beginning of the half, when he fumbled, like we were gonna drive and get the like, we just lost everything that half. But like when he had that last run, the like, t- um, I think it was to tie of the game, um, and like it was, it was a great run too. He he took some like broke some tackles and just, but yeah, it was it was great to see him play well and. They interviewed him at the stadium right after the game yeah, and I saw that. um yeah it was it was great to just we, hear from him. Were you able to see Kevin O'Connell's uh locker room speech after the game? I was. I obviously wasn't there. Bro, but... he was like getting emotional and like tearing up yeah. and stuff. Bro, we're the we're the kings of the north. Like we won that in this game, think about everything we did. We completed the greatest comeback in NFL history. <laughs> we clinched the NFC North. And we clinched the playoff berth all in one game. Yes, incredible, man! Like mm-hmm. I'm almost lost for words between between this game and the Bills game. Like this season has been incredible. Yeah. It, w- w- from whatever happens from this point out, you know, from this point on, there's no debating or denying that this season has been one of the best Vi- like Vikings seasons ever. Yeah, and I'm I might get a little emotional too, <laughs> man. I like I've been a Vikings fan for. Gosh, I'm 22 now, and you know, always grew up with them on. And like this season, there is there's something special. There's something about this team, man, that they just have so much fight in them. And like, that's the cool thing too about this game is like you can't. And I feel like nowadays, like we always want to say who is the goat and who is the MVP this game, but like it was just a team effort. Like literally everything had to go right between the special teams, the defense and the offense um, to make this comeback possible. And it was just so cool to see this team come together and rally for us. And um, yeah. And even like Jay jets at the end was like, you know, you know, like I, I know you guys were scared that first half, but you know um, we're going to fight for you and put you on our back. And like, it was just, it was great to see that. And I know like Pat Pete said, you know, we just need five touchdowns. So we told Kirk in the locker room and, they got it done, like, so yeah, I, yeah, I I just love this team, man, and um, I just, I just can't wait to get back up there for next week, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm not going to any more Vikings game this year, (laughs) Um, I don't think anything can top that, so. Do you think you'll even be able to experience emotions like that, just in a three-hour setting, like, dude, I can tell, like, you're, I mean, you're excited, clearly, but it must have, like, pulled some emotional energy out of you bro like positive and negative so i mean that's that's a lot um yeah dude just unreal unreal game um is there anything else kind of you wanted to add about that Shout out to my Lions listeners, man. I be watching you on the feed. I see you with the win against the Jets, man. I'm pulling for you. I want to see you guys in the first round of the, cha- cha- the you know, you guys beat us. You got us suffer hand in the way game. But, man, I'd love to see the Lions in the first round. I know a lot of Vikings fans are scared of the Lions, but, you know, I like to see my, my NFC North opponents outside of the Packers do well. So, yeah, for sure. Lions what they've won seven of the last eight now or something crazy yeah. like that um anyways kind of moving forward here after the game um i mean that that's one of the one like it's a game for the books for sure but um next game we got uh new york giants coming to town um it's going to be a game on christmas eve which is really exciting and i don't know if you've seen but they're going to do a whiteout theme so they're going to have like icy white uniforms, the whole crowd's gonna be wearing the white Vikings jerseys. Um that's gonna be really exciting uh for that game. But what do you kind of think going into this Giants game? I mean <clears throat> uh obviously the Colts game just happened so we don't have to go super in depth or anything, but um I mean the Giants they have some weapons. They have Saquon Barkley, um couple couple solid receivers. I don't know what what do you kinda of think going into this Giants game? <clears throat> After observing the energy of this team after our comeback win, mm-hmm. and just how this game went, I think we're gonna come back much stronger than we did after that Bills game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I watched the interview with Kirk, and you know there was no putting the chains on. There was no like like I think yeah. I think we understand that. Holy, Kirk, like right. we got some work to do, mm-hmm. and I think not a doubt like we. We want to take care of business. And I know it's I know it's not again, it's a Christmas Eve game. It's probably a you could consider it a primetime game. So people are a little worried about Kirk. But um this Giants team's really fallen off the last few games. They're seven and five right now, but they started off the season. I think they were like six and one. So like they've really fallen off. Um yeah. And I mean, again, it's not now that we clinched the NFC North, like Robinson and I we're gonna play us, but but seeding is important too. Like yeah. I don't want to be playing Dallas in the first round. I don't want to be playing, you know, like the Niners or something like that. So um I I expect to see a well well I can't I can't say I expect us to win by more than one score. But I expect oh, us uh, what can you expect, period, out of the Vikings at this point? Like after that game, what can you honestly there's no logic. All logic is out the window when you come to predicting Vikings games. Like, what can you even say after that? Hey, I got one of them right, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say I can't predict them. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm, I'm going to predict the score. Okay. I say we win 28-20. Okay. I think, you know, the Giants, they've got a couple dogs on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got Saquon Barkley who will probably run up some yards on us. But um, I also think that, that, that we'll be prepared for Danny Dimes, and um, I think I think we'll be able to um, – our offense will be able to stick together and get four touchdowns in. It's so hard to even just, like, move on from this Colts game. For the Giants game, I'm going to predict a dub for the Vikes. <clears throat> um, I'm going to say – I'll say 27 to – 16 vikings get the dub um like you said um i think we've realized like what we need to what we need to work on and how we need to come out with just more energy and just start strong and then stay strong you know not be so flaky up and down with with our play um but yeah man just an amazing win for the vikings against the colts and um hoping that they can do well against the giants on christmas eve um so yeah man is there is there anything else you want to add before wrapping up this episode or um anything else you want to tell the fans or the listeners out there yeah i just want to thank you all for sticking with us you know it's been a bumpy ride but you know we got to fasten our seatbelts man buckle in a lot more to come for the vikes all right guys as always uh thank you for listening uh, make sure to check out our Instagram page at ColeMike dot and as always, Skull Vikes, Skull Vikes.